announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. Episode of Serie Sit Down, part of the World Football Index. Clearly, I'm not Frank Cravello, and clearly, that's not Frank Cravello either. We got Jerry Mancini in the house and Alex Dono. Gentlemen, how are we doing? Oh, that intro is scary. That intro is fucking amazing. <laughs> wow, that that's fucking amazing. Where, who made? Did you make that? That's. I got too much free time. Can I? Can IFT pull? Can IFTV pull that shit out of their ass? You tell me that now. <laughs> huh? Wow, they that would steal be it. fucking awesome. Yeah. Well, that's that's common. That's a that's a fucking that was all right. That was a fucking strike. <laughs> well, how you doing, Jerry? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, yeah, Thank of you. course. Good to have you on. Like, I love the mustache. We're all rocking the mustache tonight. Alex Dono, how you doing tonight? I'm doing well. I should have, uh, you know, my my beard hair is a little bit lighter than you guys's, but I, I trimmed Just it up a little too. Yeah, I trimmed it up a little too tight, so it's harder. My, mine is a little bit less mistakable. But I knew Jerry was rocking a Tom Selleck, and I knew from seeing Richard last week that you were rocking a mustache. So I, I said to myself today, I cannot appear on the Serie A sit down with two wonderful yeah. stashed individuals <laughs> without having a stash of my own. So I had to dive in. I got to shave more back. My beard hair is coming back, but uh, I digress. Um, yeah, we got a lot to get into tonight, right? Uh, let's talk about the Juventus resurgence, Napoli, Milan, and Inter with close victories this past weekend. And talk a little bit winners and losers heading into the World Cup for the City Yacht Clubs. Uh, but first, I hate doing this because I had to see it, and I'm talking about Dragowski breaking his leg in the last game of the season or the first half. Oh, how brutal was that, gentlemen? Did you guys see this? Oh, I wish I could unsee it, man. Oh, did you see it, Jerry? <laughs> so he so that uh, play he broke his he broke his what? He broke his leg? His leg. Yeah. Yep. Him and a Verona player yeah, uh, clash. Saw that. Leg snapped. So his leg snapped. Okay, so here's the thing, okay. Did you see how long it took for the medical team to actually get there to like, yeah, yeah. figure something out? And and, and and I noticed this happens a lot in football lately, where it's it takes it's the boy who cried wolf. It's that syndrome. Yeah, it's it's so bad. Like, <laughs> I I'm gonna, I'm gonna compare like hockey, man. When someone goes down, there's medical staff right away to help you. Like when you're down. There's someone there. They got someone nearby to like assist you. In Italy, like they, they're so like not proactive to help a player right away to get there fast enough. Like he's waving a player is waving him down to come. Like and no one's yeah. going. So that that time, it's like it's very bad for a player because the extent of the injury just gets worse after. Yeah. Well, and, so, and you could even like see. I mean, it, it was clear with the on TV the camera angle. It, it may have been harder for the medical staff to see it, but it was one of those things, Richard and, and Jerry, where you like you can see the leg is bent in an unnatural position. I think it's like yeah. right above the ankle. Like it's oh. it's awful to think about, but you can just like 
you know, I, I guess the, the medical staff, I guess, didn't have a good view of it. I mean, they should have. He's way outside of his box. So they should like it's, you know, it's a, it's it's an unmistakable play if it was like a routine, yeah. you know, save or like a pass back to the keeper or something. But like his his leg, it's like dangling in the wrong direction. You've got to get in there and get this guy some attention more quickly. Yeah, it's one of the most gruesome injuries I've ever seen. For forever, Ed McCaffrey in NFL breaking his leg on a catch and his leg is snapped the wrong way. That was worse for me. I saw another one in hockey. I forget who the player is now, but leg snapped and he went to step on his leg after. Oh, those are the two worst. This is up there though. This is up there. Oh. Well, do you know what? I'm I'm watching. Uh, I've I've got a clip up and I'm watching a replay. Watching here. it again. Fact, What's wrong I- with you? Well, do, do you, I, I was going to say, do you want me to share it on the screen so we can all so we you can all see can, it? But I don't really. <laughs> if Jerry wants to see it, <laughs> put it on. on. I don't give a shit. Right. Well, let me, let I saw. Me I saw. I saw a skate go through freaking Evander Kane's arm last week. Because Poor guy. The, 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 the 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 reason why I was watching it, I wanted to see why, and I think the reason why it took so long was because they were more worried about a foul and what kind of card they should give than they actually yeah. were. Oh. About- <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. I feel terrible la- yeah oh. we should not be laughing at this oh my god yeah oh oh, but, oh uh, yeah yeah he's done he's done for yeah. the year he's done for next yeah. year oh that's i'm taking that off oh too much yeah, thanks <laughs> i'm i'm gonna stop I sharing no, my I, no, I had no idea he broke his foot yeah his like and i know yeah. some people complain that the Verona players didn't care. They were just worried about the card. It's like they didn't know at the time. Yeah, if you were looking right. at him, you saw it. But if you just saw the foul, you didn't know anything else, right? I don't know. It's just I feel bad for him. I don't know if he's going to start for Poland, but or even be on the team. But right before the World Cup, that's a oh, there's no way. Like that, 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 that's 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 you, surgery. What, that's like what are you that's smoking, man? I just said next year. <laughs> Yeah. Lucky because back yeah. next year, where have you been? No, I'm just saying I feel bad for him. Not that he had a chance yeah. before, but yeah. now there's definitely no yeah. chance. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play the other side, and I don't, I don't feel bad to a certain degree. Okay. Because why is he even going out in the first place? You don't have to play that. Leave it. Yeah. I don't understand why. Even like Provedel yeah. on Sunday, he did something similar. Now he did it didn't lead to an injury and led to a goal, but like. Sometimes stay on your line, man. There's no need for goalkeepers to to make that move, especially when the fucking ball is in the corner. You're not gonna get a breakaway. Yeah. You're not. You're 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 not gonna like get a clear chance to the goal. So yeah. why why are you risking yourself like that? Because by him doing that, he's going full force and he's gonna take the the, the impact. It's never really the player. Um, it's both. Actually, I'll say that when the player gives it to the other, to the, to the receiver, yep. to the, the receiving end, it's actually normally worse than it is for the like the actual person who receives yep. it because the impact, right? But like in that is, yeah. So yeah, exactly. So uh, so if he's the guy who's gonna be doing the tackle, it's always gonna be worse for him because he's taking the impact on. Right. Whereas the person who receives it doesn't always take the broad pain because it's like. They're not going in full force to you, right? All right, right so, right. so like that's how I see it. Um, yeah, no, hope I, he gets I, better. I do hope he gets better. Like I, I just think this was an avoidable situation. Yeah, and you move on. We move on, absolutely. And uh, on that note, uh, you know, all the games that's happened this weekend, um, 
lots of interesting score lines for sure. I want to ask you guys what you had for dinner, but I asked because what I had for dinner tonight was crow, and that's because Juventus are back on this high after 99.9% of us, including me, said that they had no chance, they're no good, they're trash. All of a sudden, on our six-game win streak, are in the top four. What is going on, Alex? I mean, I don't even think Juventini saw this coming, right? All of a sudden, they're back to doing Allegri does well, and that's win games. Well, and especially since they, they've had so many injuries lately as well. So it's like the, the continuity. Uh, but I, I think what's happening is maybe the continuity with coaching and the approach is more important to them right now than the continuity with health. And I, I think they're finally finding some of that with Allegri. Now, I still, to be respectful to Jerry and the narrative that he and I both share, I still think Allegri has the dinosaur tactics and he can only take you so far in 2022 and in Europe, right? But at the same time, it's like eventually the adaptation is going to come with those tactics. Because These are two really impressive victories that they've had back-to-back now. I mean, uh, you know, what, what they did against Inter, I really thought, you know, and, and you remember, Richard, I didn't predict an Inter victory on the preview episode, but I predicted a draw. I thought Inter would do much better, especially yeah. with Novlahovic, right? An impressive 2-0 against Inter, uh, an impressive uh, victory against Lazio now. You know, it. I, I'd like to say it's it's really too late uh, to make a, a true Scudetto push, but, you know, listen, we'll see what happens after the World Cup. You never know. Stranger things have happened, although Napoli look firmly in the lead right now. But it's a pretty open race for second place, and it's, uh, you know, and, and Juventus, to be fair, few weeks ago we would have said probably not a champions league side probably not a top four side this year they're definitely not a champions league side now because they got bounced from the champions league but it's it's looking like top four is a very attainable goal for them yeah and sanjar brings up my next point jerry is that he's relying on the youngsters meretti fajoli gatti if you want to call them young uh and they're paying off for him all of a sudden locatelli's playing well rabio is playing well um this is very unlike Allegri to allow the youngsters to play, and now they're thriving. I mean, are you shocked by that more than anything else? I I more shocked that about Alex's comment about that it's over and you're not going to catch Napoli. I, I think the Scudetto race is still wide open. I you, you got to remember it's only 15 games into the season. Yeah, um, these teams got to still play Coppa Italia. They still got to play Europa League slash. Champions League slash Dinosaur League Conference League, and uh, and uh, yeah, like you, you got World Cup. We don't know who's gonna get hurt. Knock on wood. I don't want to see anybody get hurt, but do you know that injuries are are unavoidable? It's gonna happen to one player at least. And then, do they come back tired? Do they come in like on feel like Lazio is lucky? We only have two guys going to the World Cup. Um, you guys, like, like Juventus, they got 11 players going. Um, I think it's 11. Um, yeah, momentum, right. momentum shot for two months. Uh, Napoli's momentum shot, but they do get time off. But I, again, they have a lot of players going too. Uh-huh. Like, like how, how does that work? But in regards to Juventus, I went for dinner actually on Saturday with our good friend Rob Pozzola, you know, uh, Alex. And I said to yeah. him, and I said to him, he's a Juve fan. And I said to him on Saturday night, I go, Juve is going to win 3 0 against Lazio. He messaged me on Sunday and he's like, You called it. And, and, <laughs> yeah, and I, I hope said, you get it. <laughs> I know, right? Well, I said, 
as much as I make fun of 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 Allegri, I do it more for Carlo Gorgonese because he because he just can't handle Allegri. So I, I don't mind bantering him. It's fun. So I don't I really don't care about Allegri. But Juventus, when you really look at the team, they regardless of how bad it's been right now, they should be poised for 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 a championship. They're good enough to win Serie A. That that team on paper with youth and experience is probably better than all the teams in the league, I think. Um, I know I know that all of a sudden people are going to be like, well, what about Napoli? Napoli this, Napoli that. Juventus has learned how to overcome adversity. They've learned how to win Scudettos in so many different ways, to come back, to, to, to hold the lead. To, to They've done it all. And I know that they haven't won the last two years, but they also won nine in a row. And winning nine in a row is no no not easy joke. It's not yeah. easy, man. Like, yeah. so but then it's so, like, but on the flip side of that, Jerry, they they've won nine in a row, and they're still ten points off first place. Like, I, I don't know how yeah. many like big winning streaks. It's, it's like they've done this much winning, and they're still ten points off the top. Uh, and so, like anybody, and and like you said, we're only fifteen match days in. That point is very well taken, Jerry. It's a very very good point. Because we think about, oh, the year is over for Serie A, but we're, you know, far less than, we're less than halfway through the season at this point. Uh, but at the same time, it's like whoever wins the Scudetto, like for Juventus to win a Scudetto, right? They've got to be um, more than, what, f- more than four wins better than Napoli the rest they of the way. They have to be way. perfect. So they have to be basically perfect. Like there's not much margin for error. Yeah. And it's, and it's not even, it's not even just Napoli, right? Milan and Inter are gonna be gonna be getting rejuvenated on this break too. So you know, right. look out for them. Atalanta, they're you know, yes, they lost to Inter recently, but you know, don't forget about them. They don't have any games. So there's a lot of teams here who still have a fight in this, and this that's what might be open. Napoli has unfortunate history with them. They are the top dog right now, but we've seen collapses before. We've seen Spalletti collapse before. You know, hopefully for their sake. They keep it going until the very end, but it's possible. It's all in our minds. It's all in their minds. So these other teams know that Juventus has to be perfect, but it's not just because of Napoli. They got other teams around them that have experience as well. Inter's won recently. Milan's won recently. Um, so it's going to be tough. It's going to be a tough dogfight here. I don't know. You got Di Maria coming back, and I know people are going to say, oh, Di Maria is old. Chiesa's I think back. Chiesa's yeah, back. That's a big Pog- one. Yeah. Pogba's yeah. going to be back. Pogba will be back. <laughs> Doesn't matter. He's still a body, man. He's a good dancer. Yeah. Regardless Very of what dancer. it is, I'm just saying he's yeah, good. No, you're right. I, I think the bigger question for Juventus is when these players do come back, what does happen to the younger players that he has been playing that have been making a big difference to their current run? Does he stick with the young players and have the balls to say, hey, he is yeah. a... Yeah, Chiesa yeah, this, uh, that player that, Di Maria this, Lahovic this. Like, does he balance the rotation or does he go back to what was hurting him to lose games by playing the older players and, and, and going to the veterans that didn't always work, right? Yeah. So there, there's there's the, the flip side. I'm not sold on Atalanta. I'm not sold on Roma. I think they're both. I think they're both trash. Yeah, Roma, they're, they're they're both they're both out of top four. I'm sorry, man. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah. even tell me Atlanta. When I saw that game on Sunday, as a team that is young, 
and and has lost the touch, man. Like the Duvon. They lost by one. Stuff. They lost by one. Yeah, and and, they, they, gave me, and, and they gave me heart attacks in those last five minutes. <laughs> I mean, my God. Oh, my, my heart was in my throat. But, that was but crazy. You guys were up big just, early, so, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. You're up 3-1, I, yeah. It, was it, uh, was it uh, Atalanta making the push, or was it Inter just shooting themselves in the foot? Yes. Yeah, yeah. it was a lot of you that. You know what I mean? You know and what I mean? and you like, know what? And, and honestly, Jerry, I was happy to get anything out of that game, let alone three points, because – there's something about whenever whenever Inter go to Bergamo for those lunchtime games, Italian time, you know, 6.30 a.m. for us over here on the East Coast uh, of North America. But the whenever they go to Atalanta for the 12.30 games, they usually look like dog shit, okay? Mm-hmm. And, like, they were actually pretty clinical with their chances. I mean, one of those was an own goal. Uh, but Jekko, you want to talk about revivals. Yeah. Ed and Jekko looks like a different person over the last several games. And I got to hand it to him because the more he plays, the more he seems to snap out of his fatigue. Like I honestly, because you know, he's he's 36 years old. He was showing some stamina issues and he has to play a lot because Lukaku can't stay healthy. So I was thinking, man, it's like, I thought Inzaghi is just going to burn Jekko into the ground and he really has no choice not to do that, but he's, he's actually catching a second wind. Yeah. I think people are too reactionary when, when when a team loses, like Lazio fans on Sunday. They lose to Juventus. All of a sudden, the world blows up, and we're not making top four anymore. We're shit. What happened? Why is that guy? The, the, uh, Savage is the worst player in the world because he had a really bad game against Juventus. Milan drew like, Cremonese, and they said Pioli like, out. It's like, what? <laughs> what? What are you talking like, about? It's a so loss, That was me man. saying that. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a loss. Like, you Certain teams have to understand that if you lose to Juventus, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, Juve is not a bad team. Like at the end of the day, it's their manager just doing things wrong at the beginning and adapting right now. Um, I I don't lose sleep, man. I I, I prefer to stay off Twitter for the next month, so I don't have to see stupid headlines of Savage going to Juventus, and I have to fucking. Have Juventus fans troll me on Sunday for stupidity that I really don't give a shit about? The block button's really great, man. I mean, I, I got to hamper down here during the World Cup and watch some Juventus because I want to know is it Allegri adapting or just the team finally coming around or what's going on with Juventus resurgence all of a sudden? Um, I, I think, I think of- two things. I think, I think they're adapting more to him. And I also mm. think he's finding some special young players that just like like Jerry said guy yeah. you know who weren't getting the time before cuz you rely on your veterans so yeah. it's a it's a dual adapting then I'll call it because yeah. they're both cuz you got one side who's adapting and understanding his tactics and he's adapting to playing the younger players and and you know who the biggest winner out of all that is Mancini mm. yeah Good Italy's call. the Italy's the biggest winner because now this is what Roberto Mancini has been preaching for for a couple of seasons now is that he wants this to happen he wants younger players to be playing because then he can call them up and he sees what there is if if they're developing younger now and like and i think you know what i think who's really going to start this era is sorry because he's playing a 17 year old now Mm -hmm. and luca romero and luca romero 17 year olds playing um I'll, i'll go right now and i saw that I'm not impressed with Matteo Cancellieri. I'll tell you right now. Now, I know he's 20 years old, and and, and, and it's kind of um, harsh to say because you don't know, but 
from what I've seen this year, and I'm going to have people tell me that he hasn't played enough. He needs to play 90 minutes. I, I, I'll i say that when you're playing 30 minutes a game, that's a lot of time. Yeah. And, and, and you need to make something out of it. I thought that he started off very well. But as, as it's progressed, he's regressed. Mm-hmm. I just don't – I didn't see anything from him on Sunday. I didn't see him anything against Monza. I didn't think he impressed before versus Roma. Actually, no, he didn't come out against Roma, I think. Or maybe he did. I don't remember. I see Luca Romero, though, mm. a 17-year-old who's smaller than him, who's making an impact on the, on the field, who's running, who, who's who's fighting for balls, who's fighting for space. And, and I see that. And, like, I don't know. Everyone was hyping up Ken Chilietti. It's like he's supposed to be this thing. I, I don't see what's so special about him, to personally say. Like... Not to deviate deviate away from Lazio because I still want to talk about them, but you know, talk about young Italians doing well. It's not, I guess, he's young. You can call him still. Moise Kane, he's been on fire as a late for Juventus, part of this resurgence as well. And so that's just more more ammo for Mancini, though. Moise Kane has been on the national team for a while now. Maybe he'll get more playing time, right? Maybe Benetti, Fagioli, uh, some of these other guys get on the team as well. So yeah, Mancini's loving this, and to go. Back to Lazio, Jerry. Um, I mean, losing three nothing. I hate to bring it up. It's it's not that you guys lost to Juventus. It's that you lost before the World Cup break with two months off. You oh. got like you got a fester on this now. I mean, like it's, it's not that bad of a loss for you guys. Like you said, it's Juventus. It's not the big deal. And you guys are doing pretty well this season. You would have been in what second place had you won. Um, but the fact that you had this long break comes at an inopportune time for you with this loss, don't you think? Not really. No? Okay. I don't think so. I think in two months you forget what happened. That's a good point. I think in two months point. by then you're you're ready you're you're these guys are trained to, to think forward, not backwards. I don't think that Immobile is at home right now thinking that why did we lose to Juventus on Sunday? The guy the guy went to go see the Pope yesterday. He's got bigger problems, unfortunately. Yeah, he went to see the Pope. Him Zakani, wow. him and Zakani and uh oh and Klos was there. We're stuck oh. close. Yeah, they're all together. Well, you, know, you know what's going to happen now, Jerry? For the next uh, what 20, 23 match days left, Lazio is going to go on an unbeaten run because he, the season has now been blessed. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I, I think that day it was their third game, and I know everyone had to go through it, but like they, yeah. they didn't. I think they, injuries are injuries, and I know that everyone deals with them. But here's the problem for Lazio. I think it was pretty bad for them on Sunday, and I know that. Juventus had a lot of key guys out and they had the young players step up. But when you have Immobile out and you have Zucani out, your front line's done because right. apparently Felipe uh, Pedro wasn't hundred percent playing mm-hmm. this game. Felipe Anderson's basically played every minute and you're, then you're relying on an, a 17 year old in Luca Romero and you're relying on Ken Cilietti. So those mm-hmm. are your four options up front. Like that's why, like, and then your midfield, I, it was Savage's worst game. I don't know if he was – it was Bad terrible. giveaway to Robbie Yo there. Yeah. yeah. That, well, you, the, 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 uh, he, he's trying to lower his price to make himself more affordable <laughs> for Juventus. He's what like, let, 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 let me put in a couple stinkers here so I can go for $60 million instead of $100 million. I, I, I guess you could say that for if – you, if you can look like that for a lot of teams. Inter always wanted <laughs> Savage too, right? So that it could be a well, big we, we, He's got to bring the price a little farther down before, before <laughs> yeah. Inter gonna. He's got to make that more like six million. Yeah, I, it, <laughs> Lo, the, loan with obligation or option. 
So I've seen people attack Toma Basic and like going after Anderson. Like, why? Uh, Toma Basic didn't do anything wrong on Sunday. I, I don't think like he put a, a foot really wrong or bad or good, but like the game ended when Provodel came off his line and made that mistake. If he doesn't yep. make that mistake, it's a yep. zero zero game. You're going to have time zero zero. Yep. And the momentum is still Lazio was controlling the game properly. They Juventus didn't have a chance till then. They, they, they had chances, they don't get me wrong, but like they weren't attacking at will because when you're 0 0, you don't have to press and you don't have Juventus pressing. Now you're back down one nothing. All of a sudden, you, you open up and look what they did. They scored back to back goals because you opened up and you were pressing to score a goal. Yeah. So it, it was a mistake on the first goal. I forgot how the second goal. Oh, yeah. Cataldi lost the ball at midfield and, and, and it went the other way. Yep. So that's that was Rabio who did it. I think it was Rabio who or who won it back or Danilo. I forgot who it was. Somebody won it back. But like it I didn't think Cataldi was bad. I didn't think that Lacho was playing a bad game on Sunday until it went down to two nothing and then they just lost the momentum. But prior to those two goals, they, they were playing well. Like they they didn't really have a lot of chances, but they were also doing what they did against Monza and what they did against Roma is yep. they capitalized on their chance. They scored. And I thought that it was working, but when, when you're missing two of your best players and you're missing Latsity on top of that, yeah, like it doesn't, you don't have a natural left back. That doesn't help either. I know that's been the case all season, but when you're, when you're playing against better teams and that's what happens. Like Lazio need their players against better teams. Like you can get away with it with Roma and Monza because they're yeah. both shit. But like <laughs> they're both shit. Roma shit. I'm sorry, guys. I'll say it right now. I'll say it all show. Dybala is Roma. Without yeah. Dybala, they are garbage. Dybala comes on. He makes the team. Like I think Jose Mourinho said it. Like he's like this team is nothing without Dybala. Yeah. And he's right, but like, but then again, like I thought Roma had a great transfer market. I thought they were going this direction and all this. They, I, I just think that they're just not as good as what some people think they are. But at the end of the day, guys, I can keep rambling about Lazio and Provadel basically already apologized on Instagram. He knew that he made a mistake with that error, but you can't you can't hate the guy because when you really think about it, he he stole. Three, four games for Lazio. He's been a godsend for you guys. Yeah, he like has been. really. You're, I think it, it happens. It's football, man. It's sports. You're gonna have a game where you're gonna make an error. You're gonna have a game where you're gonna make that best save that no one thought you were gonna make. Yep. It happens, man. Like, I think at the end of the day, the biggest win is that Lazio goes into the break, and and Immobile has two months to recover. Zakani yeah. will recover. Yeah, Lazio will recover. Um, they don't go into the break with like all this momentum, but they also won two of their last three. And I think like three of the last four or something like that, or four of the last five or something like that. And like they, they were doing well going into the break. So even though they lost on Sunday, I think it, they are happy to be in the break, even though they lost. They like they, they're going to get a full squad back. Um, that's what you want, right? Yeah. You know, I, I think, I think. Being in a break, coming off a loss, it's a lot better for players than it is for fans. I, I think fans are the ones who suffer. I, I think yeah. I think the players, yeah. 
you know, for, for the players, it, it's their job. They go through it. They live it every single day. You know, they, they, they know what they need to do to adjust and do it's better. It's like that fever pitch team. movie, right? Fever pitch movie, right? If yeah. those who don't know what to talk about, it's like the Boston fans are so upset that they lost and the, and the players are at dinner having fun and joining. Like, yeah. They're moving on. They're professionals. They know how to move on, right? That's, yeah. I think that's a key. Well, um, and, I, and I think it, it's harder in a way for fans because we – we act like we can control what's happening, but we, we can't. can't. Like, you know, we, it's, it's completely out of our control. I, 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 it, All those idiots want... playing football manager, you know, I think they know everything. Oh, I, I could do way better than uh, than the actual sporting directors, of course. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not Marotta, yeah. but I could do better than some of the sporting directors. Yeah. Terrible game. I, I just think if you have a – hold on, sorry. No, please. If, if, if you're going into the break on a five-game winning streak, that is a bad time to have a break. If you're yeah, going the momentum. The, the yeah. momentum – Lazio never had momentum. They won yeah. two games in a row, but like, I'm gonna bring that up in the winners and losers segment because uh, I, I have some input on that because I, I agree with you, Jerry. I agree with that. I, um, I'm a big believer in that, man. Like, like you never want to, you never want to stop um, the mo, the mo. Yeah, you don't want to stop that 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 rhythm. Like Inter, Inter's a winner right now. They're going in the break, and yeah, Brozovic back after the break. Yeah, yep. and they right. nearly won. They nearly won their game, and as we said, you know, Atalanta. Yeah, they came back, and it was one goal game. But Inter were clinical, like you said, and two other teams who escaped with narrow victories. Napoli, right? They had a they had a big lead on Udinese, three nothing, and then Udinese came back, and then also Milan found a way at the at the death to get a victory over Fiorentina. But let's start with Napoli. Own goal, baby, own goal, City. Own goal, City. The, all weekend was own goal, City, right? But yeah. Napoli up three nothing. They looked like they were dominating the world. They were legit, and all of a sudden Udinese come back. And so Jerry asked the question with Atalanta and and Inter: Is this because Napoli gave up or let go, let, get their foot off the pedal, or did Udinese come storming back? Like which is it? I, I think Udinese came storming back. I mean, they're they're having by by their standards. I mean, I knew that the yeah. start that they had could not be sustained when they were you know in in. Uh, in a European position for the first several weeks of the season. But I, I think I think that's a good team. And maybe part of it is Napoli yeah. taking their foot off the gas. But, you know, when you've done that much winning throughout the course of the year and you have a 3-0 lead, I think a little bit of complacency can be forgiven. Yeah. Yeah. And they found a way to win, ultimately. Right? And we talk about all the time that the best teams, the teams who win the Scudetto, find ways to win those kind of games. Uh, and Napoli... Napoli found a way to hang on. I mean, two beautiful goals by Udinese to get back into it. But overall, they won the game. They pretty much controlled that game from beginning to end. Um, so full credit to them to get up. It's a good victory, regardless. You know, Say what you want to say. Udinese is not quite part of the Seven Sisters, but they are a formidable team this season. And a team that was given Milan a lot of hell was Fiorentina. Uh, obviously, that great goal by Leao in the what, 90 seconds of the match. But Fiorentina, they they. Went toe-to-toe with Milan, I thought. Uh, Antonin Barak was really good. A um, lot of big saves, a lot of, lot of good playing there by, by Fiorentina. And they just got own goal at the end. Milan found a way to win. Um, I think those three victories by Inter, Milan, and Napoli, though slim, were big for them. Especially Milan and Inter. They were you know, going back and forth, a lot of question marks of both their teams. And they found ways to win. Napoli just continuing what they've been doing all season up to this point. So, I mean, good way to end it for all three of them. Um, yeah. And I got a couple, I got no, a couple yeah, thoughts yeah. on it. If Please. I can, I mean, as far Please. as it's, it, as far as Milan, I mean, it, it always, you know, it, it definitely feels a little fortunate to win in stoppage time on an own goal, but 
Leal is is a stud. I mean, he he scored once. He could yeah. have scored multiple other times in that yes. game, and and just yes. you know the 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 run the run that he made to score that first goal was really really impressive. And he had a couple of other chances. I mean, Fiorentina also had chances too. I mean, I think it was, yeah. I think it was Bidagi who hit a who hit a goal post, and and they were pressing. They had some good moments after. Tamori had a game. goal line save. Kalulu that had a goal line save. Oh. I forgot that was incredible because yeah. uh, keeper was dead to rights, and then Tomori just appeared out of nowhere. And yeah. uh, and for for Fiorentina, Fiorentina had Vin- one Vinuti. too. Yes, had yes. a goal line save as well. Yes. So th- that that was like I, I I watched that game. I actually watched that game back on replay because I missed it live. I wasn't expecting to be that entertained, but it was an incredibly entertaining game. So that was a huge win, yeah. a huge win for Milan because you know they really. You know, they're about three minutes away from coming away with one point and and <laughs> whatever and yeah. and yeah and and for Inter I already I already talked about uh, the match a little I mean Andre Onana made a couple of great saves Inter did not play well um, they did not play well overall and my guy well I'm not gonna say my guy Dumfries who he's somebody's guy there are some Brick Dumfries freeze. fans out there Brick Freeze uh, I mean I'm trying to be patient with him because he has scored some big goals in an Inter shirt he has had he's some out of position moments he's out of position yeah. He has gotten he's 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 been pretty solid defensively, but he just always seems to make the wrong decisions coming forward. I mean, so many times he'll take a shot when he should be passing off to a teammate. He's got a teammate open in the box. Very frustrating. Uh, very frustrating indeed. You know, like, like Jerry mentioned, Brozovic is going to be back, presumably fully fit after the World Cup break. I don't know what's going to happen with Lukaku because my fear, gentlemen, we were talking about this a little bit off air. You know, he he had an MRI uh, on Monday with positive results. So it seems like structurally things are fine now that he's no longer injured. Right. He's no longer injured, but he's like recovering his fitness. We all know what's going to happen. Uh, Roberto Martinez, the Belgium coach, is going to play him as much as he possibly can out of desperation, not going to give two shits whether he re-injures that, that thigh or not. And, you know, if he gets re-injured, he'll go back to Inter and it'll be Inter's problem again, right? That's so <laughs> I'm, I'm worried about Lukaku's recovery. I hope uh, Roberto Martinez is somewhat uh patient and conservative with him i did see a quote today from martinez that was like you know maybe he'll be available for the latter stages of the cup like assuming they advance into the knockouts i hope they don't try to force him in in the group stage because i think he needs all the time still to recover because the last time he came back he got re-injured so there's already evidence of him re-injuring that alex how dare you belgium has a legit chance to win the world cup they should run their horse into the ground yeah, beat their yeah. horse until he's dead of course no, of course <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i heard that that's um interesting to see i mean you know like, like we talked about like the the international managers they don't care if their guys get injured right they're gonna go back to their club teams and it's their problem no, yeah. um and their main goal is just to win the win the world cup so yeah yeah it's Likely, we're going to see some injuries here. We hope none of the Serie A players get injured, but you know something's going to happen. Um, hopefully nothing too serious. Uh, but the, there's a good question here by Dominic. Uh, I want to get to of the seven sisters. Who will recharge the best over the break with returning players? Now, I think the two teams that were kind of strum- stumbling going into the break, Milan and Inter, are the best poised because – uh, they have a chance to recuperate, not necessarily recharge their bodies. Yes, there's some injured players they got to, you know, they recover, but overall, mentality wise, psyche wise, they have a chance to regroup and then refocus for the long haul. Um, that's my take, Jerry. What do you think of the seven sisters? Who's best poised to recharge and make a good comeback at the second half? 
All depend. I don't know who has how many players are going out. I didn't see. I know IFTV had something like that. Did you post something like that too? Of how many players are going out on international duty? No, I saw. I saw from somewhere else. Yeah, I've been offline for like a couple of days and smart man. Yeah, I'm. I have nothing to tweet. That's why. Like, I really don't. (laughs) None of us have anything to tweet. I'm trying to find a good. uh, I'm trying to find a good layout. Okay, um, here we go. I, I think I think I've got it here, fellas. Um, Juventus is we mentioned. Somebody mentioned this. Uh, Eleven players. Yeah, they they I, lead the no. city. Uh, Inter and Milan have seven each. Napoli have five. Uh, Torino and Fiorentina also have five each. Um, only I, I don't see they they don't list every single team here, which is kind of annoying. How about like, Roma? Uh, Lazio? Oh, actually, actually they do. Hold on, uh, hold on. I see it here. Let me see. Who else do you want? Lazio. So Lazio just yeah. just two: Milinkovic, Savic, and Vicino. 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 Yeah. Uh, if for for um for Juve, he deserves it, it, man. Yeah. Oh, I'm absolutely. He doesn't. I'm just gonna say he's a bum. He he's he's a mainstay though, with Uruguay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah even um, even in the times like when when he was uh, barely featuring with Inter, he was still getting called up by Uruguay. So he's he's like a mainstay there. So uh, and the uh, Roma Roma Dabala Dabala with Argentina for sure. I'll, oh yeah, I'll, I'll go with Lazio, and uh, maybe I'm being a homer and bias. No, I'll, yeah. and I'll, I'll say Lazio recharges the best over the break because, okay. sorry, sorry is very needs time to practice his style of play. He gets a month and a half, two months to kind of work with his with his players and and, and kind of integrate that style more especially that he has a lot of new players into his team. Um, in addition, like I said earlier in the show, Immobile recovers and and they squarely need him because he's the only guy, the only number nine they have. Um, lots of the playing at right back is needed because Husa is not a good option. He's a very poor plan B, but <laughs> the only option you got Zakani, who who's needed up front to play that left wing. Um, you got Anderson and Pedro, who have been overused and can use a break. Um, so there, there's the balance of like, and I guess now they have time to think about the transfer market. What happens to Luis Alberto? I think he's gone by next summer. Um, we can always talk about that later. But like, I just think the team, the team gets some needed uh recovery time like patrick is hurt too i know mm-hmm. pat and, and i know people if we were to say patrick two years ago you'd be like you just start laughing and say patrick but now you're saying patrick under sorry that is needed so i think i think lazio really benefits a lot and, and the most important thing is they only have two players going to the world cup italy out is a blessing for lazio not a blessing for for people who want to see their country but sure but like the italian league if Italy made the World Cup, okay, do you know all of our teams would have like X amount of players going to the World Cup, and we'd all be freaking yeah. out. We'd all be freaking out. Well, yeah, all, all of our teams would have yeah. at least what three, three, four more guys three, than three, they four. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Alex, what about you? What team you think would best recharge on the seven sisters? You know, I, I I'm I'm gonna give kind of a a loaded answer here. Um, because not only do they have the, this extended World Cup break, but they also 
um, have no European football. Uh, I'm kind of interested to see how Atalanta re hmm. recharge from this. I mean, they've got Pasalic with Croatia, Mela with Denmark, Deron and Colt Miners with Netherlands. So they've got you know, four guys, which is which is below average. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, I, I guess uh, Duvan. I guess Duvan did not get a call up. Yeah, so. Muriel as well. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So wow, that, that, yeah, that's well, fun. Yeah, you you would think wow. right that there would be. Yeah, that's a that's a great point. Why so why I, I think... why would they get called up? Moriel sucks ass this year. Duvon Zapata has been fucking hurt at his health. Who else does Colombia have? No, Colombia doesn't have anybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who does Colombia have? Doesn't matter if you're shit. Why would I call you up though? Regardless of who we have, I would. What about Bernadeschi call... for 25 years with 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 uh the Azzurri? He sucks in for for yeah. Juventus and gets called up every time. You know, sometimes yeah, he's one of those guys. It's, 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 it's same thing with Vecino. It's it doesn't matter how much he sucks for his club. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I don't know. that's awesome. <laughs> uh, Dominic says to add. Actually, actually, hold on. And, and they're not they're not a seven sister. But how about uh, how about <laughs> neither of them are seven sisters? But how about Monza and Lecce? They have zero World Cup players. Those They're all the Italians. Only... Monza's all Italians. Yeah, those are the only two teams in Serie A who have zero World Cup players. So they're, they're going to get more rest than anybody. Scudetto yeah. pushes for both of them coming up. Well, Monza, it's good for them. They've been on a really hot streak here to end the yeah. end of the break. Um, big win against Sampdoria over the weekend. So yeah, that's a, it's a, that's a that's a good shout. Not a seven sister yet. They could be, <laughs> uh, right. but uh, yeah, they're not yet. No, so. I like to correct you on that one. So they beat Salernitana, not Sampdoria. Oh, thank you. Yes, you're right. Uh, you're right. Someone with an you're S. Right. He was. One of the teams. One of the teams that suck. I don't know. I apologize to my fans and so Salernitana. I'll none of you. Uh, anyway, anyway, show's going off the rails. Um, winners and losers heading to the World Cup. Jerry, I'm curious, who are your winners uh, in City A and who are the losers going in? Winners and losers, eh? Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. Um, and it could be players or teams, either way, or coaches, whatever. Oh, I, I wouldn't know what players could right now. Man, um, I'm going to I'll, I'll go to Alex. In that, okay, in Alex. Well, I, well, I'm, I'm going to go. I, I tip my hand to this a little bit, but I, I feel like uh, a huge winner is Ed and Uh You know, not mm -hmm. only not only has he found form, but now, you know, an extended break coming up. Uh, so I, I think that's going to do him even more favors to have, you know, a big time, a big time run coming up. Um, let me see. Um, I'm trying to think of, of other. Of other win, I had to make sure Bosnia is not in the World Cup, and they're not. I was like, "Wait a second, do I do I have to catch? Is he because because he's if they were, you know, he yeah. would end up, you know, but yeah, he would he would end up running himself into the ground. But he he gets a break and he needs it. Um, as far as far as teams go, I I'm gonna pick up on what Jerry said earlier. I, I could see Lazio as being a winner because you know coming off a tough loss, it's nice to get two months to forget about that. <laughs> Um, mm -hmm. losers are easy, Richard. I mean, okay. I, I could let you start. Do, do you want to? I, I want to give the floor to you as far as losers heading into I got this a loser. World Cup break, Jerry. Atalanta, give me a loser. Atalanta, they've lost four of the last five going into the break. You want to talk about you don't you want to talk about not wanting to go in the break? That's Atalanta right now. I got a bigger team that it does not want to go into the break. Fino alla fine, Juventus. Juventus yep. all of a sudden are playing well. Six wins Momentum. in a row. They look like a good team. They look like they could win the Scudetto, and then they go on a break for two months. Yep. 
to what? And they've got 11 play? players in the World Cup. Le- and they got 11 the players in the World Cup. League. Yeah. Yeah. They're 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 gonna they're gonna hurt the most. I think they're the biggest losers. Not that I think they're not a good team, but um, yeah, you're on a massive win streak, and then you have to go to the break all of a sudden. Like you said earlier, Jerry is like you lose all the momentum, all the momentum, and then you got to start from from scratch basically for them. And it's that's a hard thing. Napoli also are a loser for me, but not as big as Juventus. Napoli, I think, can kickstart this thing back up quickly, as long as no one gets injured in the World Cup, right? But yeah. For Juventus, man, they are finally playing well, and referees or Liga says, "Oh, we're done. Go to the World Cup." So I don't know if if Juve they can still do it with Allegri's tactics, the dinosaur tactics. But God dang, they're they're the losers for me. I don't know. Uh, what about you, Jerry? Atalanta, so you're, you're Atalanta's your loser, right? Oh uh, man, I, I know that. I know that if you if you lost four of the last five going into the break, you, you would love the break. But yeah. I think that. I think that when you lose four of the last five, you don't want to break. You want to keep going to try to break that slump and mm. and, and, mm. and put that behind you. Like, yeah. you lose a game going to break, it's fine. But if you've yeah. lost four of your last five, like, Lazio didn't lose four of the last five. They lost one of their last t- three games. They, yeah. won, they won two going into the break before that. So it's not like it's all doom and gloom. And, they're, and I think the biggest thing is they're, they're top four. They're still tied with Inter and they're ahead on goal differential in fourth place. So I think there's some positive light there with Atalanta. I don't think it's getting better, man. I just don't think the team is as well-rounded yeah. as it was in recent years. Um, I'm going to give a, a winner to this past Sunday. I only watched the last five minutes of the game and I'll, I'll, I'm not going to talk like I, I saw the whole Milan game and, and I, and I knew what was going on, but I did catch Tamori's goal line saving goal that that was i think not 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 many people are talking about this i noticed everyone's talking about how lucky they were to kind of get a a deflection goal and they were fortunate to get the bounce i think they were more lucky to have tamori on that line and and the way he was well positioned to to kickstart the counterattack yep yeah and and went the other way because that should have been a 2-1 win for Fiorentina. He had a whole open net. Yeah. And, and he decided to just shoot it at Tomori. But credit to Tomori because it was like it was like a FU Garaselski. This is what I can do. And you can go kiss my ass. Because I thought I thought that Tomori I thought Tomori in the last 10 minutes of the game looked really good. And uh and I know it's just a sample part. Like I said, I didn't watch the whole game. But Tamori looked good in last at the final stages of the match. He made a big play, and uh, you know what? For me, that that goes winners accolades just for the weekend. I don't know. Yeah, I, I did. I did have a question for Richard, and I don't okay. have like I'm. I'm just asking a question. Like I'm not. I'm not trying to say this with any sort of bias or anything. Like honestly, <laughs> okay. but on on the uh, on on the game winning uh, Milan goal, which did come from a deflection. Um, I was watching it without sound on, so I don't know what Bonetti was saying. But since he's he's a Milanista, he was probably just ignoring it completely. Did did it look like I think it was Rebic? Did it look like he interfered with the keeper? Because I know, like, I because I could see Fiorentina like protesting that. Um, and I'm I, and admittedly, I'm not a referee. I I, I, I don't think so. I said the same thing already. Yeah, I, I the guy in the left side, right? So yeah, it was he's, yeah Rebic. He's on the left. If we're watching, he's on the left. But he's done to the right. If, 
facing towards him, like the goalkeeper. He's on the right side. Yeah. Right. So I don't think I thought I said this too. I, I'm sorry to interrupt. And I said the exact same thing watching that. And I thought, is that guy interfering with the play? And he's not. And I think Rebic does it mm. right. He doesn't move. He stays still. If he makes any effort to move or or not if he just moves and he's not even deciding to go near him, I think that he's just deemed in the play because yeah. you're making okay. motion. Right, right, right. Uh, I, I think that because he literally stands still, he's beside the post, and he doesn't make an attempt to go near the goalkeeper, and he, I think that he's dead. He's a dead yeah. player. Mm. He doesn't exist in the play. First of all, this is a nightmare game for me because I constantly mix up Torreciano with Tatarasano, and yes. this has been a nightmare game for me because I did this couple podcasts ago. But uh, to your question, no, it was not a penalty. Uh, Rebic was going to the ball. I mean, Dominic says it in the chat as well, right? Yeah, Tadecino he makes a good point. Yeah. Rebic. Rebic, yeah. if you want to call anything, it would have been interference that you could say, but it, it wasn't interference because he was going for the ball. He was going for the ball. Torreciano right. missed it. Well, it, and that's what I was wondering what was interference because Torreciano, and this is what you're supposed to do in that moment, he sold it very well because he he didn't waste a half second before he was protesting. He's like, wait, yeah. he interfered with me. So, yeah. so he sold it very well. Um, you know, I, I feel like maybe if you'd gotten a really harsh referee, he might have considered sure. calling that, but then it would have been reviewable by. But by I think Rebic anyway. is coming across as opposed to just yeah. standing up and jumping in his way, you know? Yeah, right, right, right. So I think for me, it was a non call for me. And I think um, if the own goal didn't happen, there was somebody right there who would have scored for Milan. I mean, great pass by France. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, I have no doubt about so, that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, no, no foul for me. I think it was. Oh, I, I fucked up, guys. I, uh, no I was fucker. thinking, yeah, I screwed up. I was thinking about something else, but yeah, okay. I just wanted to go look at the goal Did again. Did you watch it? Yeah, I just watched it. You know what, man? I, I still don't. Okay, good. It must have been a. <laughs> hold on, it must have been a different play. I was thinking about somewhere else, but got my finger on the eject button. Just to let you know. I, I, I still think it's a good goal because. Yeah. I, okay. I, I, I think it's still a good goal. Yeah. Be, because he's going out to play for the ball. Good um, answer. Good answer. Good answer. The goalkeeper is making the effort to go yes. out and play it. So right. why would that be a foul on Rebic? He's not Rebic is not going into him. Yeah. And, and and also, mm -hmm. even if they go into each other, even if he's going into him, it's two players making an effort to win the ball. I, I think it's a play that, that you know what's unfortunate though? This is very much like and, and Alex will understand with the NFL is that it's like the quarterbacks in the NFL, they protect them too much. And we see it too often is a yep. player, an attacker going up with the goalie and they give it to the goalie every time. And it's like it's not the reason every time. Let them play. It's a contact sport. Let them play. Now, if he goes up with an elbow or pushes them or whatever, I get it. But a lot of the times these 50-50 balls, like Jerry says, where it should be just no brainer, no call, they call it for the goalie every time and it's annoying. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, like I, 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 yeah, yeah, I, 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 I yeah. was trying to find the, uh, I'm trying to find the clip, but I can't. Uh, well, while you find a clip, I'm gonna like... give you a couple more winners and losers. Um, winners. Yeah, go for, forget about the clip. I don't even give a shit. I was just, I was trying to watch, I was trying to watch it again, <laughs> but I can't. Like, I don't know if I'm spelling Torrechano wrong because I'm like, I'm trying to find like a Twitter video and nothing's coming up in the search. It's not what? meant to be. Were it's a lot of people saying it shouldn't have been a goal? Um, no, you know, I don't need, uh, honestly, I don't even know. Cause I, I wasn't, I wasn't even like watching Calcio Twitter. At it's the a time. fair question. I just it's know, a fair question. I just know that when I watched it, 
and I was watching with no sound. Uh, I saw him protest, and I was like kind of watching the replay, and I'm like, ooh, I don't know if I know the rules well enough to say yeah. uh, it was probably the right call to to allow the goal because that would have been really ticky tack. Like had they caught, had they overruled the, it would have been really ticky tacky. I was just wondering because I didn't know if that was something people were complaining about or not. I don't think Rebic is going into the goalkeeper, and he's not even no. looking at the goalkeeper. He's looking no. at the ball, man. Exactly. He's, ma- he's make- Yeah. I also think that if you're making an attempt for the ball, it's kind of hard, man. Like I, I, I don't know. I don't. I just yeah, don't. I agree. I, I don't think he's making an attempt to go into the goalkeeper. Like I think he's he's making an honest effort to try to win that, and it's this this. I don't. Know. I, yeah. I'm just watching the replay of this Ikone. Ikone is the guy who who didn't score. Yeah, he's well, good. Like, he was good in that uh, game too. Um, another loser for me, Bologna, finally playing well under Tiago Mota, uh, and they go into the break. Uh, and a couple of winners, Mike Magnon or Milan, I guess, because Mike Magnon can come back healthy, assuming he doesn't play. He won't play, but um, yeah. Roma and Udinese, both teams kind of struggling going into the break. They get a chance to regroup. Udinese, who started out so hot been on a skid lately and so them and roma get a chance to rejuvenate here during the break and come back hopefully with another charge here so we'll see i don't know but uh yeah that's all i got for city well, the, the, uh, the only thing i've been adding this needs to be said uh the biggest okay. loser are all of the great azzurri fans out there because yeah. it's like it's like a double kick to the nuts guys because not only do we have what about 50 more days before Serie A returns oh. that we, you know, we, we have to watch an entire tournament, second World Cup in a row with no Italy in it. And, I, uh, you know, I see you know, J- oh Jerry God. pointed that headline to me with uh, with your, your uncle, Roberto Mancini, talking about how, oh, we Italy, Italy deserve to be in the World Cup. And I agree with yes, you, Jerry. No, forgot about that. Like they, they, they don't. I mean, they didn't qualify. We, we sold our souls smoking? for a euro, apparently. What is he smoking? Like, no, they don't deserve don't to be in the World Cup. I get the hell out of here, Mancini. I know. I, I love how everybody blames Jorginho, and you got yes. you know, mobile blamers, <laughs> yeah. and you got this yeah. blamer. At the end of the day, eleven players play on the pitch. Eleven yep. players have to win together. It's a contributor. It's contributing. Like, okay, if you don't score a penalty, it doesn't matter. You should still be able to score from open play. Should on, never on, got to that point. Yeah, no, like there's have. there's ways to do it. It's just, I think we 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 waited too long. To change it up, and we became too stale. But again, yeah. at the it's in the past; it's done. And uh, I don't really don't care because uh, the weather is like minus twenty by the next two weeks. So if there were celebrations, in Qatar, it'll be plus forty. Yeah, well, I'm not in Qatar. <laughs> That's why they gotta play at midnight, right? Don't they gotta play like midnight or something stupid? I'll yeah, they gotta watching... play like really early in the morning, I think. Right? Oh is that God. what it is, or later? Maybe it is. Maybe it's super late. I, I don't know. I only here. know. Yeah, they're gonna be on weird times over here. I know that, but God, God. I know I, I will be watching Canada and Serbia. That's it'll it. be interesting World Cup to say but, the least for sure. Oh, I, I have one more winner. I'll give Please. it to I'll give it to uh, to Simone Inzaghi. I'll give it to Inzaghi. Because, I like that. Yeah, he's on he's on a hot streak here. Kinda. Not not the not the hot streak, but it went from very questionable that they weren't sure if they were going to stay at the top in City A with everything, how it was going. And then the group stage for Champions League started off very poorly and they managed to have turned it around and now they're tied for fourth with Lazio. 
mm-hmm. in in the mm-hmm. city of standings. They're only a couple of points back of Juve and Milan. Um, they made it to the round of 16 and got a favorable matchup in the round of 16 in Champions League. So I think credit to Nzagi, considering that he's had Brozovic out for a long time. Um, he he decided finally to go to Onana, and it's really paid finally, off. finally. It took it, way too long, and I and I understand why it took too long because what? loyalty. It's hard. No, it's it, it's hard to bench the captain. If Handanovic, that's if loyalty. Handanovic, if he wasn't the captain, he may not have even started the season. It's it's just it's hard to bench a captain. I think, and and I'm not excusing him for because he yeah. definitely waited too long because Handanovic had some you know usual laughers early on in the season. It shouldn't have taken that long, but it's hard to bench the captain. Yeah, I think Inzaghi's done pretty well again this year. Like, um, considering all all things like all the issues in the background too. The only loser to enter is, is going to be Korea. The guy is garbage. The guy is hot garbage and he got called up to Argentina. How the <laughs> F- He's going to get I hurt for know. sure. The, yeah. <laughs> well, what's the over under right. on minutes? Like 10 minutes. He's so going to win the World Cup for Argentina on Savage time. Watch. Oh, God. Yeah. I will throw up, gonna cook. He's going to cook for you. Yeah. <laughs> ah. One last question before who on couch on Twitter and it's a good one. If the Azuri were guaranteed one European trophy for every Miss Cup, Miss World Cup, would you take it, Jerry? No, go with you. No, no, Alex. Sorry, Jerry? I stole Jerry's turn, but no, one. I wouldn't take it. If the Azuri were guaranteed one Euro trophy for every Miss uh, trophy's a trophy, I guess. Doesn't matter. I, yeah. I, I don't regret them. When I, I'm happy they won the Euros. People are saying, "Would you give up the Euros to make the World Cup?" I, I never give up winning a trophy to be at the World Cup. Try next one. Because winning a trophy, winning the Euros, is just as hard as winning the, you know, the winning the World Cup. Because but what's but what's more known? The World Cup is much. Oh, absolutely. And that's the thing. Winning's winning, man. It's like yeah. yeah. People who know the European Championships, it's one of the best tournaments ever. But you look at it at a world stage, the big picture. Everyone talks about the World Cups, Brazil and all the World Cups, Germany, Italy. You know, that's what people look at when they talk to because the nonces in the world. Uh, not to use the English term, but Nobody is that. How many English servers? Like, who cares about your who cares about European championship, other than us, right? And yeah. so, I think the World Cup is the biggest thing, and I w- I wouldn't pass it up because I think the World Cup that chance to win the World Cup. I mean, people are going to be talking about the 2006 World Cup for a long time until they win the next one. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, it's it's hard. I agree with Jerry. You don't pass up a trophy, but uh, the World Cup is hard to pass. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. I'm not excited yeah. for the World Cup though, even though Nobody Canada's is. in it. Nobody is. Even with all the fake fans that are out there, uh, created, oh uh, created by the Qataris. <laughs> uh, anyway, remember, guys, I am boycotting this World Cup not because the Azzurri aren't in it. I'm boycotting it because I stand for human rights. Okay, <laughs> that is why that there's yeah, nothing bro. selfish at all about my decision to boy. I'm and I'm actually I'm not even boycotting. I'm going to be watching. Like, <laughs> He's gonna watch I, I Qatar know. and Senegal first game. Well, I usually I usually end up because th- th- there's all there's always a lot of uh, a lot of interplayers either usually on uh, Argentina yeah. and Croatia. Like obviously we're we're down to Croatian because Perisic is no longer on Inter, but Brozovic still. Um, so I'm a lot going of Serie to be, players. So yeah, yeah, a lot of Serie no, players. Here. So I, I I usually watch Croatia and Argentina very closely. It's gonna be uh, Argentina Portugal. You watch for the final. 
let's move on. Who won Calcio Twitter and get out of here? Uh, first one coming up. Uh, this one comes from uh, at Galliani Stan. Well, I'm back got a million on. Y'all stupid ass nigga. He's a million on. and Leal. First coming as a. Bullshit. We ain't going for it, man. And that nigga can't fuck with me at all. <laughs> oh, my God. That was Origi and Leal. Didn't do nothing uh, in that game. That's, oh, oh, man, that's amazing. God. All right. Moving on. Next one comes from uh, Michael, uh, Michele Fusco. The Catalares in Vole Sulla Fascia. The music makes it. <laughs> oh, trash can floating down the water. Oh, that's lovely. I like it. Lovely. Like it. Um, next, coming in from Mike Meredith. Uh, so Tottenham full time went two nothing, and the tweet is: uh, Conte masterclass. Go out early here to focus on getting out early in the Champions League. Chess, <laughs> not poker. Or not poker people. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, next, Kareem, football underscore Kareem, Potter without Reese. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, <laughs> yes. That was, that was good. I, I, think, oh, I think that's the winner. That's awesome. That's awesome. Leader in the clubhouse right there. Leader in the clubhouse. <laughs> uh, petting a dog. And this one... <laughs> Oh, that that oh, handball! Oh my! For, I I almost forgot about that. I that did scandal. Too. That scandal until too. I see this picture. Oh my lord! <laughs> the handball that was petting the dog, checking yeah, possible good boy doing. cuddle. All right, <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that it? That is. Oh, no, come more, Chris. Chris is uh, me when Roma finally wins the Scudetto again. <laughs> Literally. Literally, it's it's, it's not going to happen in his lifetime. No. He'll be a cadaver by the time that happens. Yeah. Oh, that's scary. That is scary. And the last one comes from Imo, and it says, uh, so the original was uh, Belotti's P-Kick. Uh, so the, uh, the Rete This Way guys were at the game, and they, they taped it, right? And uh-huh. said, yeah, pull the video. Pull the video. So he says, it's City Out, guys. User-generated content? No. Crumbling stadiums? Racism? Incompetence all around? Yes. I saw <laughs> that tweet when good. it came out. That was good. Yeah. So that that was their video, right? That was their own video. They're in the seats in the yeah, stadium. I saw that. And the, and yeah. City of fucking uh, City of can't pull that down. They they, they actually can. It's very petty, but they can because um because it's still like it, it's still their product and and it's probably part of like the terms of service when you buy a ticket to a game is you're not supposed to like disseminate you know the the events on the field. It's very petty though, like yeah. you know. Th- th- those get through all the time like live league. videos it's a corrupt yeah. league it absolutely but the hands down winner is football kareem potter oh, yeah. yeah i'll give it to him uh. <laughs> yeah awesome awesome all right uh jerry you're there uh you're on our you're on today good to see your face why don't you plug away and tell us what you're uh whatever you want to plug what do you want to get into what tell us talk to us talk to us talk i'm got nothing yeah nothing uh, what are you I'm, doing? Not, I'm not writing Okay, taking a break. Breaks are good. He's watching. Get the hockey. World Cup to break too. Break. I I think I'm done with writing. I I actually don't think. Oh. About... I quit a couple years ago. I used to write a lot, and I stopped. Yeah, I didn't know you used to write. I did, did you, for the World Football write... Index. I was about to say, yeah, because yeah. the the pod affiliation that makes sense. Yeah, I did an article on a Zelensky for um, Gagan Press a long time ago, back when he first joined Napoli, about how this guy is going to be a mm. good player. Um, but yeah, I mostly work for World Football Index, and I stopped writing. There's too much time. It's way too much time that I don't have. I decided to do 50 podcasts, so 
Gagan Press. Every, you know, I always hear Gagan Press with Klopp. I always hear from Bob Stoffer on the uh, Oilers podcast. He <laughs> talks about Gagan Press all the time and how the Oilers should be playing like the Gagan Press and be pressing teams and be relentless and all this stuff. And like, he's not wrong. He he he's so into Klopp, man. He loves Klopp's like philosophy and like. It's funny because I, 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 hockey and soccer, like hockey and football, sorry, uh, it, I guess it intertwines in some ways. So, yeah. But yeah, I, I'm taking a break. Like, I, I'm not going to, I guess I'm, I'm back with Alex with the, with the city. Uh, yeah, we're, 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 do, we're, do, we're doing some episodes again. We are, yeah. we're churn, we are churning. We are back in and we are churning. We had a good, uh, match review after uh after what was it mid midweek round last week yeah it was fun yeah and it's gonna stick to the podcasting yeah, the, i i get people asking me for writing but it's very time consuming and then yeah. like yeah. right now this week i'm kind of hunting down for a house moving out and like starting my life and like i i just don't have the time to like write like i used to yeah during the during the pandemic was great because like you had the time to do it. You, you, you weren't going out anywhere. I'd rather go for walks and stuff than have to write an article. Like, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. don't get me wrong. I enjoy doing it when I when I have the chance. But it's just time consuming. It's that, and the problem with me is that when I did one, I wanted to do five to make mm-hmm. everyone happy. I try to please people, but like, yeah, I, I I have two articles. I would say that I did write that I haven't posted yet. I wrote a piece on Sinisa Malhalovic, which I wrote like two years ago, which has just been lying in my computer. I still got to give it to somebody. And I wrote a piece on Lucas Leva. That's it. Mm, okay. Uh, Alex turns around and he's like, that mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we don't want him DMing yeah, you again. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, you're good. He's currently in Rome, though. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. He, he, he hasn't left Lazio. His heart's still mm-hmm. there. Good, good. Alex, uh, anything to plug? Yeah, well, I'm just do, doing uh, doing more cultural connection with Jerry. I, I guess Jerry, we should probably do something during the World Cup, right? And even if Italy's not in it, uh, you know, we'll, we'll track some Serie A players. Maybe Jerry's not watching it. Yeah, and, uh, oh, and yeah, and I'll watch yeah. it. Yeah, I'll watch Savage. We're we're all gonna watch it. Like we, I, yeah. I can claim I'm boycotting it, but we're we're all gonna end up watching it because it's on and we're fans. <laughs> yep. You know, it's just, that's when just I, the way it goes. When I say not watching it, I'm not gonna spend like a half of this Twitter world where I don't know if they even work anymore. Like I'm not gonna watch from five o'clock till two o'clock. You know what I mean? Like I don't know how yeah. people have the time to watch from five to two or nine to two. Just don't get work done. I need to know how you were. Who's paying you? Where you work? Like how you survive? Unemployment. Like, I will not disclose that. Fucking, yeah. Like, like <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Just right. I will watch. Just not watch a whole day and like sit on my couch and just watch that. Just yeah, I, I got. I, I remember. I remember how uh, I'm significantly busier than I was four years ago. But I remember watching almost every match that was on four years ago even if the azuri yeah. weren't in it so we'll see we'll see if that happens again but yeah you guys you see where to follow me on twitter at alex donno and uh if you're interested in american football i do a lot of content on that as well uh my locked on canes podcast is mm-hmm. uh is what i spend the most time on uh so check us out there as well and that's it these things 
are incredible because you can watch games on the go now, which is amazing. So yeah. uh, hopefully the feed is good for us here in the states. I don't know how it is in Canada, what, but what uh, is the uh, what, what Richard and and we're not talking Canada here. So I, I figure yeah. there's like some disowned thing for that up in Canada. But like yeah. what what uh, USA in the states? What what network are we on this World Cup? Is it? I want to say Fox? it's ESPN. Yes, but I don't know. I think I don't know. Right, that's a good question. I think it did switch because it used to be Fox. I think Fox lost the rights, so I think it's ESPN now. I think we should figure that. We have a few days to figure it out. (laughs) Yeah. Either way, I know there's an app for it. As as, as long as it's not one of those things where I have to buy like an extra streaming package to watch it, I think I should be okay. Because I'm all streaming now. I don't have cable anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Me neither. So, anyway. Uh, I got nothing to plug as well. I'm just ready for the World Cup and ready for the break. Uh, Nice to decompress here and watch a little bit of games here. So, uh, yeah. Uh, For Jerry, for Alex, for Frank, somewhere out there over at Rainbow. I don't know where the hell he is. Uh, We'll catch you on the next City I Set Down whenever the hell it is. We're not sure when it's going to be on, but we'll be on at some point. Maybe a mid-season review. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Ciao.